Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome everyone, this is Heather Campbell, and we are so thankful that you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Hello everyone, welcome back. Today, we're just gonna jump right into it. We are talking about flood insurance, which is a really unsexy topic to talk about, right? This is one of those adulting topics that... As a kid, I thought it sounded really boring and that maybe someday I'd be interested in it. And it turns out I'm an adult and I'm still not interested in things like this, except for when it comes to the needs of my family, the needs of protecting us and what it takes to protect us, protect our belongings and protect our finances. And then suddenly I am interested. So it's so funny how those things change where I still think like you're talking about any kind of insurance, really car insurance, life insurance, health insurance, all of those things are just really boring grown-up topics. So I'm going to try to keep it lighthearted. I'm going to try to keep it fun and give you guys information about flood insurance and why this is something you should be considering and hopefully keep you engaged and entertained along the way. A little bit later in today's episode, we are going to hear from today's sponsor, Navy Mutual. But for now, let's get into it. So as I mentioned, we have lots of different types of insurance, right? We have homeowner's insurance and we have renter's insurance, and we have car insurance and health insurance and so many different ways to insure our family if something should happen, right? That's the point of insurance is, hey, I'm going to pay for this protection. Lord willing, in the creek don't rise. I don't ever need to use it. But if I do, it's going to help cover disastrous expenses that would otherwise wreck my family, right? So when you think about these structure-related and these home-related incidents, you're often going to think about homeowner's insurance. Now, homeowner's insurance, um, whether you're owning or you're renting from somebody's home, they're going to have homeowner's insurance. So homeowner's insurance covers damage that starts inside of your home or damage to the structure not related to floods. So this could be roof damage from a storm. This could be belongings damage from a fire. There, There's so many different things that could cause a reason for homeowner's insurance, right? However, what's tricky is it covers some weather-related things as long as they start outside of the home. So if you have, I don't know, say a water main break and it starts inside of your house, right? Sure, it might cause a flood, but that's not necessarily going to be the same. But we'll get into that in just a minute when we talk about flood insurance. But for the most part, home insurance covers the structure and the belongings when something happens inside the home and the big acts of nature, not including floods is interesting. Make sure you are checking your homeowner's policy and what's covered if you're in a rental, uh, what's covered under your landlord's policy, because sometimes things like earthquakes or mudslides are also not covered. So it's so interesting that we have these and it's like, well, we're going to cover everything should it happen. Oh yeah. Except for that. Yeah. We're not going to cover that. You need a special policy for that. Right. And it's like, how would I even know that I needed that? That's why you have us here at the Mill Housing Nation. And that's why we have this podcast to bring this information to you. So again, Home insurance is going to cover damage that starts inside of the home. It is unclear on whether or not it will cover city-related damage that starts outside of the home or just systems-related damage. So say there's a water main break or you have a septic tank backup that originates outside of your home 
Even if it's a sewage backup from the city and it causes damage to your home but originated outside of your home, some homeowners' policies will not cover that. I had a friend one time who had damage to their property from something similar. And the city said because the damage was on their personal property, they were not liable. The city was not responsible because the the water main break or whatever the thing was, was like underneath their personal property right before it officially was part of the city or something like that. And the homeowner's insurance said, well, that started outside of the home. Even though it was on your property, that's leading to the city. So we're not liable either. So this, this particular homeowner was sort of like caught in the middle, right? So it's important to know these details about what your homeowner's insurance covers. Now, why would you consider flood insurance? Obviously, if you are staying somewhere that floods or that has a history of that, or is a low-lying area and could, it is important to protect yourself, your belongings, your family from damage to floods. Now, flood insurance specifically is going to cover belongings inside of the structure, primarily from water outside of the structure that is weather-related. So if you have something, say, city-related or local area-related, but not weather-related, it might not be covered. Say your neighbor has an above-ground pool that, I don't know, fails and and floods your house next door, right? You might not be covered because that's not weather related. It's very, very specific, you know, as insurance companies love to do, they they want to cover you, but like they really love to find reasons not to cover you in a lot of cases. So it's important to find a policy that will cover your needs and it's going to be very comprehensive that fits your budget and also, you know, just evaluate if it's even something that you need in your area. Mind you, that sometimes flood insurance is going to be what might cover, say, a mudslide. So maybe you're not prone to a flood necessarily, but you're in an area where it could have a mudslide, right? So it's just important to learn these things on top of everything else you're doing when you're moving repeatedly as a military family. It is up to us to learn these things about our location and up to us to determine whether or not we need additional coverage to protect our families. Isn't that a fun thing for us to take on? Now, again, flood insurance is going to cover damage to your structure or the contents inside the structure from water that comes from outside of your structure if you're in an area on land that is normally dry. So if you're in an area that's regularly wet and it's just more wet, right, it might not be covered. So it's specifically for, you know, when you have a structure that's on a dry area that for some reason it becomes flooded from water that's not usually there and is weather related. Some insurance policies, depending on where you live, might not cover your home if you have a basement. Sometimes I've even seen, you know, people be recommended, hey, fill in your basement and then your home will be covered or your policy will be less. So it's important to know those different details about your area. And you can look this up. You can look it up through the FEMA website. You can look it up through any number of insurance websites. You know, what's my flood zone? And you can see how likely is it for us to have weather-related flooding where I am. Is it something that happens once every hundred years? Is it something that's never happened? Is it something that happens regularly, right? Those are all things to know. Also important to note about flood insurance is that it does not cover damage to the land, the fence, anything like that on your property outside of your home. So that would need to be a separate policy or even, you know, a separate type of insurance. But those things are not covered under your flood insurance. It truly is just your personal belongings and the structure, you know, that you reside in. And it's important to know it's not something that you want just for your primary residence or if you're a landlord, you know, maybe you want to make sure you have it for your rental. But also if you are a renter, if you're living in base housing, if you're living in privatized housing, if you're living in an apartment complex or any sort of rental property, 
it might be something that you want to have in addition to your renter's insurance is have flood insurance for your belongings just to cover you because you're living in a home, you know, that you don't own. So that's going to be different in every circumstance, but it is worth looking into as a renter that maybe you even might want to consider flood insurance as well. Okay. I'm going to put a pin in this conversation and we're going to take a minute to hear from our sponsor, Navy Mutual. Trust is everything. For 140 years, Navy Mutual has been safeguarding your family and your future. Navy Mutual's financial strength and stability ensures they'll be there when you need them the most. They are there to provide members high quality, low cost life insurance and annuities, educate the military and uniform service community at large on matters of financial security, and to help members secure their earned survivor benefits. With commitment, competence, and character, for Navy Mutual, it's all about trust. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Now, we've already talked a little bit about, you know, what's home insurance, what's covered under my homeowner's insurance or my renter's insurance, what is that additional flood insurance, why would I want it, you know, what would it cover? And so we're going to dig a little deeper into why we might want flood insurance. Now, we've already talked about where some of those gaps in your regular homeowner's or renter's insurance are, that obviously you might want to have covered by flood insurance, but also sometimes it's required by your lender, depending on what kind of mortgage you have. If you've purchased your home, sometimes the FHA and VA loans will require you to have flood insurance to ensure this property that they are covering with the, you know, the mortgage that they've given you to purchase this property, they want, they might require that additional coverage should something happen. Sometimes based on your flood zone, it's going to be required for you to get cleared to to purchase it or, you know, to get renter's insurance, your company might say, Hey, cool. You're renting this awesome place. That's near this, you know, commonly flooded area. We're going to require you to have flood insurance as well. Right? So sometimes you might find that it's required. Sometimes people will rely on FEMA, the federal, um, oh, it's the federal something and management. Anyway, it's, it's who comes in after natural disasters, things, federal environmental management association. Don't quote me on that. I should probably Google what that means, but point being FEMA comes in and helps after natural disasters and they do offer grants and sometimes loans to help families in these areas of natural disaster. However, typically looking over data and you can find this, you know, with a quick Google search about flood insurance or about FEMA, um, about coverage, sometimes those are delayed. They take really long. Sometimes they are incomplete. Uh, Sometimes you'll have predatory companies that come in after a disaster and, and sort of, you know, take those checks and never do the work. And also those checks don't typically cover all of the damage that you need to have repaired. So while those are very helpful for the families and it's a wonderful opportunity to support those communities, it might not be in your best interest to rely on those for the needs of your family should something happen, right? So saying, hey, well, FEMA will come in if something happens. That's true, but it might not cover everything that you need. Also, remember that your, your flood insurance is going to help cover the structure and the contents. It's not necessarily going to cover the land or things outside of your home. And it's going to sort of be that supplemental to your home or renter's insurance. So it does not take the place. You're still going to need to have those coverages as well. And these are all things you can talk with an insurance broker about. You can say, what, what are the best ways to cover my family? What are the best companies to go through? What are the best policies to have, right? You can you can contact an insurance broker. You can ask around. You can talk with your lender who they might recommend. And this is something that you can shop around for. You don't have to just take, you know, the first option that you find. You can shop around for that best coverage and for that best price for your family's needs. And also keep in mind that it varies by state. 
So, you know, flood insurance, it, it might be different in Florida, which is relatively low lying and, you know, has lots and lots of water, both inland and on the coast versus say Wyoming, right? You might have a very big difference there in what flood insurance, when it's needed, where it's needed and what it might cost. So also states have different laws on just coverage and what's required. So it's going to unfortunately change as you move around and you might not see the same coverage or the same availability everywhere. But if it's something that's important to your family, there's absolutely a way that you can you know, find something that works and working with an insurance broker or working with your lender is going to be the best starting place for where to find that option for your family. Now let's talk quickly about that average cost. As we know here in 2023, costs are going up on everything all the time. And it seems like we can't keep up. Keep in mind that the highest risk areas are going to cost more. If you are buying or renting a home that is waterfront, we just moved to the East Coast. We live not far from Virginia Beach, which is going to be getting a tropical storm. Getting a beachfront home in Virginia Beach is going to be more expensive in insurance, right? It's on the ocean and it gets hurricanes. So that's something to keep in mind when you are looking at that coverage is that you're in a high risk area. It's going to cost more money to cover that, obviously. Now, if you, you might be in a lower risk area, but have an older home that would be more susceptible to damage that again, might cost you more than if you were in a newer home or home that was, you know, maybe built a little bit differently or brought up to code. There's other options of, you know, elevating the home and and relocating the home. And, and those, I think for military families aren't realistic options because we typically don't have that kind of timeline or that kind of budget, but those are options as well to help sort of reduce that cost or even to, to make it a coverable property, right? Maybe your company says, we're not going to cover it unless you do this thing that, that we've decided we want you to do. Also likely these policies are going to have a 30 minute delay. So I do not recommend seeing on the forecast that there might be a storm next week and trying to get flood insurance. That is not going to work. A company is going to not cover you for that 30 days of delay typically. So this is definitely one of those preventative care type things where you're doing it ahead of a potential problem. You're doing it as a preventative or as an extra protective measure, not as something that's sort of, oh my gosh, this thing might happen. Let me see if I can get it covered real quick. Chances are that's not going to work in your favor. Now, the average cost currently from my quick search and, and trying to learn more about this topic to inform you guys, it's on average about $700 a year as a national number. Now, high-risk areas are more, low-risk areas are less, different states are different, but that's just your national average, all 50 states, high-risk, low-risk, different states, everything, about an average of $700 a year. So this is definitely something that you can factor in to your family's budget, depending on how much wiggle room you have in the budget, how long you want to stay at the property, the risks of flooding, all of those things, just like anywhere, you know, you have to sort of outweigh those, those benefits have to outweigh the risks of purchasing that flood insurance and seeing if it's a good option for you. But just keep in mind, you're typically going to have a 30 day delay. High risk areas will cost more. Older homes will cost more. And you should look at about seven to $800 a year Uh, is a pretty safe expectation of where that might cost your family to add this to your coverage plan. I hope that this has been helpful in sort of getting that conversation started or getting that thought process started in your brain for thinking about flood insurance, thinking about how to protect your family, how to protect your home, and ultimately how to make life easier for you as a military family or as a family affiliated with the military community, how can we alleviate some of that stress 
and make it so that you can enjoy your life and build community in the places that you're in without worrying about all of these extra things that seem complicated. So hopefully this gave you a great starting point. Hopefully this gives you some insight into a really, like I said earlier in this episode, really unsexy, boring adult topic, but one that is important to understand and to start thinking about in regards of the safety and protection of your family. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast here at the Millhousing Nation and the Millhousing Network. We want you to share us with your friends. We appreciate the feedback and comments that you share with us as we support our military community. Thank you all so much for being a part of the Millhousing Nation. We appreciate you. The Millhousing Nation is where you will always have a community no matter where you are stationed.